had been on a few dates with this guy who was everything I'd ever dreamed of. This night, I would sleep over at his place for the first time. Now, I have this thing about using the toilet in someone else's house, especially if I'm trying to impress them. So, suppressing my natural urges, I skipped my post-dinner toilet visit despite feeling particularly gassy. It was an amazing evening, and finally we settled down to go to sleep. Then, in the middle of the night, I farted so loud I woke myself up. Apparently he heard it too, as he went, oops, sorry about that. I got away with it. We had a lovely two and a half years together after that, and I never told the truth about my fart. Hello everyone, this is Ali from Bad Dates and that was another incredible story about a fart, totally on brand for this podcast and I hope you enjoyed it. I am here this week to talk to you about dud dates, dodgy dating stories, gross poo stories, all of that kind of thing. So I hope that you enjoy uh, chatting with me this afternoon. Um, I'm actually doing the episode sitting on my couch. I've just finished watching Pamela A Love Story on Netflix and I have to say I absolutely love that I love Pamela Anderson have since I was a kid. Anyway, going back to the story, if you are a follower of Bad Dates, you know that fart stories, poo stories, they're all just so on brand for us. And, and to be honest, the amount of poo stories that go on in relationships and during dating, I mean, it's a lot. It, it really is a lot. And I think um, what happens in new relationships, it kind of gets to this point where someone will like let a fart rip or like, you know, someone will accidentally poo themselves right. And it, it comes down to this moment where you have to be able to accept that your partner is a human being with bodily functions. So when it happens, if the relationship gets through that, and it should if it's a good relationship, if the relationship gets through that, it's kind of a milestone moment that you can both be yourselves and be humans. And when embarrassing things happen, you just laugh it off and you get over it because you're in love. And, and that's a really beautiful thing. So, you know, we all have a giggle about the poo stories here and the fart stories and the vomit stories, and they are great. But there is something a little bit deeper to it there, I think, um, because it really is about two human beings or more, if you're into that, but two human beings kind of accepting each other as human beings and loving that. So call me cheesy, but I think it's kind of nice in its own special way. Many years ago, I organised a coffee date with a dude from Tinder. We only talked for a few hours, but he seemed keen to meet and he was quite cute. Sounds good. So I walked into the cafe, sat down and we exchanged quick hellos. He asked me my age, bit funny because it's on my profile, and he fired back with, well, you're too old to be going on Tinder dates. You should be married with a house and kids. It's a bit pathetic. So I replied, That's rude, and I don't appreciate it. I'm leaving. Bye. As I strutted my old ass out the door, I turned around and quickly caught a glimpse of his face. He was shocked. He'd never seen a senior citizen move so quick. It was the fastest state I've ever been on, and it lasted about three minutes. Now the confidence to ditch dud dates, it doesn't happen overnight. So don't beat yourself up if you're not there. You gotta practice it, you gotta work on it and flex your nose. 
So that story was my story um, to let you know that wasn't a submission. Um, And when I look back on that, I don't actually feel upset about my age or, you know, not being married or being like too old. You put in those commas, too old, I'm not too old. And I don't feel rejected. I kind of look back on that story and I think, hell yeah, like I stood up for myself when I needed to, I took care of myself I put my needs first and I didn't listen to this silly line from this silly man and I felt good about that um and I still feel good about that to this day and that was a long time ago and I hope for you to have that moment too I want to acknowledge that there are times when it is safer to write a date out than to have that big moment of see you later, smell you later, (laughs) get lost um, like I had in that story there. You got to take care of yourself essentially. So it is nice to have that moment but you know if it feels wobbly or not right you don't have to. You have to take care of yourself and do that in the (laughs) the best possible way that you can. Now, something that comes up all of the time when we talk about these stories where, you know, people stand up for themselves and tell people to get a life is like, how do you actually build up the confidence to do that? And we're obviously talking about situations where it is safe and appropriate and healthy for you to do that. And, you know, there's not a risk or anything else. How do you actually get the confidence to stand up for yourself? Now, I did mention earlier, a lot of it is about practicing your nose. So running bad dates and bad dates of Melbourne, which is the social media presence that I have, I do a lot of business stuff that I've never really done before. I find myself advocating for myself, talking to people in terms of contracts and oh, all of this stuff that I just never did before. It was a whole new world for me. I found myself doing these kind of business negotiations and I still within me had this people pleaser aspect. There was one contract I was negotiating and they asked me to do something as part of it that I actually really didn't want to do. So I read the email, I read the offer and I thought about it and I thought, what can I give them to soften my no? Like what can I offer these people so that when I say no, it's going to be more gentle. I called up my mum. <laughs> I called up my mum and I said, how do I say no to this and still get this deal? How do I say no and do it in a way that is, you know, acceptable? And she said to me over the phone, Alita, you don't. You just say no. And something about hearing a second person, hearing that second opinion, that it was perfectly acceptable for me to say no with no extra points or asterisks or anything like that, that it was just okay to say no on its own. I found that really powerful. And I kind of took that moment as a lesson that I don't need to justify my no's. I don't need to soften my nose. I don't have to soften the way in which I leave a date. If somebody has made me upset on a date, I don't need to, if I don't want to, I don't need to soften it to make it easier on them. I can do everything on my own terms. Now, as I've mentioned multiple times, there are times absolutely where you will soften it for your well-being, but you do it for your well-being, not for the well-being of the other person. I think the reason I'm bringing up this story is I want to kind of convey to you how important it is to flex your nose. You can get 
on a date and feel uncomfortable in the moment and unsure of yourself and it helps to have had experience in flexing your nose. If someone asks you for something in your everyday life, in your office job, uh, a family or friend and you want to say no, practice saying no. Practice standing up for yourself and flexing that no. You don't have to say yes to people if you don't want to. You don't have to soften the blow like I was trying to when I was just telling you about that business deal a little bit earlier. You can just say no in of itself. So again, going back to the story I mentioned earlier, I didn't have to soften the blow for this man. The best thing to do was advocate for myself and I did. That is all from me this week. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast, Bad Dates with Ali. I realized soon after launching it, I probably shouldn't have called it Bad Dates with Ali because it makes it sound like there's like an entire podcast of just bad dates with me. (laughs) If you'd like to get in touch with me, you can contact Bad Dates with Ali on Facebook or Instagram. I would love to hear from you. I'm pretty responsive, so please do get in touch. The other reason I'm signing off early is... Believe it or not, I'm actually house hunting at the moment, which is a really big deal for me. It's the first time I've ever bought anything that big. I'm historically very bad with money. So it's a massive step and I'm kind of trying to suss my way through the whole process. Buying a house for me is a really big deal. So I'm going to be spending the whole weekend or the rest of the weekend like making up my little Excel chart with everything. I'm sending love to you and I will see you on social media very soon. Wish me luck. Bye.